Rich Risfeld with American Egg Network here. With me, I have got Dr. Mark Messina, Director of Nutrition Science and Research, Soy Nutrition Institute Global. So, uh, Mark, tell us a little bit about, you know, we've got, uh, we're here at the Jasper in downtown Fargo at the, uh, you guys are putting on a North Dakota Soybean Council uh, demonstration on soy and everything else. So tell us a little bit about what we're learning out here. You had some panels that you spoke with in front of some culinary students. Tell us about what, uh, what was spoken about and what kind of message out there that people should here for soy. Sure. Well, first I spoke to culinary students and to health professionals, dietitians, and the message was basically the same, which is that soy really has a lot to offer from a nutritional spec perspective, and it's very easy to incorporate into the diet. So I recommend that everybody consume at least one serving per day, although ideally two servings would be the best. You were talking about the difference in protein levels between soy and some other foods, uh, break those down for us. Sure. Soybeans are actually higher in protein than all other beans, and the quality of that protein is also higher. Animal proteins tend to be very high in quality, whereas plant proteins tend to be a little bit lower in quality. But in the case of soybeans, we know we've known for years that soy protein is similar in quality to animal protein. Soybeans are also high in fat, but it's a good, healthy type of fat. Polyunsaturated fat is the type of fat that lowers blood cholesterol levels. And soy foods actually provide both essential fatty acids. In fact, Americans get over 40% of each type of essential fatty acid from consuming soybean oil. There are some, maybe some misconceptions of uh, soybeans and soy products out there. Anything you'd like to uh, dispel or talk about on that? Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation, myths about soybeans. It's all based on the fact that soybeans contain these compounds that are commonly classified as phytoestrogens or plant estrogens. But these phytoestrogens are very different from the hormone estrogen. So soybeans and soy foods do not feminize men. We know that for certain. They do not affect hormone levels, testosterone levels in men. Uh, they prom uh, soy protein promotes gains in muscle mass and strength. There was also a concern that soy foods may actually worsen the prognosis of breast cancer patients. But recently, the American Cancer Society and the World Cancer Research Fund International have concluded that consuming soy after a diagnosis of breast cancer may actually reduce recurrence and improve survival. Well, uh, anything else you'd like us to know about uh, soy, soy products for now or into the near future? Yeah, I, I think two things. One is there's some very intriguing research indicating that soy foods reduce the severity of wrinkles. There was just a study published three weeks ago, a six-month study showing that was the case. So this might be a new exciting benefit. And also, we all need to think about how to feed a growing global population. The population may reach 10 billion people by the year 2050, and I think soybeans are really wonderfully positioned to meet the world, the global needs for protein and calories. Well, Dr. Mark Messino, really appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us today. Uh, if folks want to get some more information and find out uh, you know, what you guys have to offer and what the latest and greatest is in soybeans, where should they go? How do they do that? What's their best first step? Yeah, I recommend if you want more information about soy, just Google Soy Nutrition Institute. Lots of information, nutrition information, as well as recommendations for incorporating soy into the diet. Well, thank you very much for spending a little time with us today. Thank you.